Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. They talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week are my good friends, Ek Two Fly, Eric Trembicki, Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Igina, and Mr. Wednesday Night Live. We call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and review for us. It's a huge help to the show. Uh, we do have our third annual Matt Madness Awards, uh, affectionately known as the Maddie Awards. Uh, Maddies. Yes. So I know I personally didn't watch anything this week. I have nothing to talk about. I'm disinterested. I think WWE <laughs> is a waste of time right now. Vince and his family getting more involved is not a solution. I'd much rather just spend the time celebrating and relaxing with my family than watching a bad TV show. But I lied. (laughs) I lied. There is one thing that I want to talk about. And it's something I'm assuming that none of the three of you watched because it was not on the WWE main roster. It was on tonight's episode of NXT. Oh, tag title match? I no. watched the fatal four-way between Yo Shirai, Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, and Bianca Belair. And what I want to talk about, first of all, I want to say right off the bat, they don't have the chemistry of the four horsewomen a few years ago. None of them are as good right <coughs> now as any of those four were back then. But Lacey Evans has that, like, annoying smug disposition of like a soccer mom that wants to talk to your manager and (laughs) i mean that i mean that as a very high compliment it's like a very specific attitude that's just so annoying to watch and i love that she can pull it off and um bianca belair coming out in all denim ring gear that would have made aaron blush (laughs) (laughs) First, <laughs> a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yes, Bianca Belair, full Canadian tuxedo. Um, she's not completely fluid or seamless in the ring, but she has like a very different look than anyone else, a very different like energy and aura than anyone else. She has like a little bit of the cockiness and charisma that Sasha Banks had back in NXT. She has a little bit of like the power, explosiveness, and like genetic makeup that Charlotte had back at that time. And she has some of like the edge and creativity that Becky had back at that time. So I'm not saying she'll reach the heights of any of those three. I looked it up. She's already 29. I didn't realize she was like that far advanced in age. Yeah. Um, But she has elements of all three of them. And I didn't think the match was like amazing. But I'm happy that she's getting put in a position to, like, thrive a little bit. It seems like the crowd really does love her. And I'm very excited for what she can be. Um, do any of the three of you have thoughts on Bianca Belair that we haven't already discussed? Directly. Um, 
No, just just the stuff we, we discussed. Uh, I'm gonna go kind of sidetrack and say I'm happy you watched NXT TV tonight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch all of it. Uh, so I okay. watched I watched that match. It opened the show, and then I hit the 15 seconds ahead button like 45 times until I came upon a Velveteen Dream vignette, which was excellent. <laughs> and I watched that, and then fast forwarded it about a hundred more times and got to the end. That I was like, all right, there was nothing else worth watching. Um, but those two, Velveteen Dream and Bianca Belair, they they might be the things I'm the two things I'm most interested in in the world of wrestling at the moment. So anything that either uh huh, go ahead. So for me, something that I've been real excited for right now, mm-hmm. I probably for no reason other than I think he's just funny, is heavy machinery. I think that Otis is pretty funny, and I think he's going <laughs> to do good on the main roster. Does that? What, has anybody seen any of like his promos or anything? I haven't seen. I promo. clearly haven't because I keep seeing, I keep hearing you guys, and I keep seeing the internet chatter about how they're <laughs> they're, fu- they're funny and comical. I feel like actually probably the you know seventy five percent of us here have all said that. I, I've always just thought they were kind of just a rip off of the War Raiders, which are now what the War what. They're the War Raiders. Oh, they're War Raiders. They're the War Machine. Yeah, okay. So the, the name is adapted <laughs> to me. But um, I don't know. I, I think they're going to die in the main roster when they get there. Yeah, there'll be a main event in a month. Especially, I mean, it's just one of those things. Two big guys in a non-serious role, WWE never books that right. <laughs> Somebody said to me on a, a couple shows ago that I would enjoy them when they get to the main roster. Which Probably I've seen, C-Kane. yeah, I've seen a few of their match. It was you, Ayla. Okay, I've seen yeah. a few of their matches, and I I understand like what the appeal is. It's so just a matter Andrew. of will they let them do things that are fun and entertaining when they get there? Um, did anybody watch anything on the main roster this week? No, not even YouTube. <laughs> so does yeah, that mean that. we are fully skipping? everything main roster wise this week main roster yes yes okay so how about this and you guys tell me how you feel i will introduce each of our awards um and between our selection of each award if anyone has anything wrestling related that they want to discuss you can insert it in between each award so whenever you find time to jump in with it feel free to insert it i like that all right good i'm glad um so i'm gonna start because I was a kid that like grew up on the MTV Video Music Awards, and their first award was always Best New Artist. So I'm going to start in honor of the MTV VMAs with the Breakout Star of the Year Award. I think this is a good one to start with because it's someone whose star is shining brighter now than it was when we started 2018. So the nominees for the Matt Madness Breakout Star of the Year Award are Adam Cole, Ricochet, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, and Roderick Strong. So, Alo, do you want to start out first with? Are, are we doing it the way we did it last year, where we're just ranking them one through five, and you're going to tally? Yes. Points. Okay. The, he, the, the Heisman Trophy system. So, okay. <laughs> first place gets five points. Second place gets four points, and down the line from there. Yeah. All right. So I'll go first. So my number five is Adam Cole. That's not that's not to say nothing bad about the guy. You know, he's been killing it in NXT with the Undisputed Era. Right. And he was like like he like you always would talk about how 
WWE just grabs anybody. NXT kind of became an indie all star game. That people talk about how great Adam Cole is, but he hasn't. He's been around for years. This is not nothing new to me. Right. So I have Adam Cole at number five. Come on, phone. <laughs> all right. Number four, I have Ricochet. Similar to Adam Cole, he already was a name from Lucha Underground, his work in New Japan. And that guy, I'll get to him a lot more on my breakdown on some of the other categories later. That guy's an absolute treat to watch. But I'm glad he got his time in WWE. I'm glad he's shining in NXT. He's the current North American champion. But he kind of already has a built-in name. And my winner actually actually did a lot to build themselves up. <laughs> so Ricochet is my number four. All right, number three, I'm going with Ronda Rousey. You know, she's kind of exceeded everybody's expectations. I think at this point, you know, um, she, her match with Nia Jax is a, for Money in the Bank is a women's match of the year candidate. And has, has every week where her been hit? No, everything's just been hit or miss. But I think for the spot that she's been in, she has delivered and over exceeded everybody's ex- expectations, especially from an in-ring perspective. And number two, I'm going with Roderick Strong. Now, Prep, when Prep is a huge Roderick Strong fan, even the guys on FCA when he debuted in NXT, Pash was like, he's just some guy. And... He did nothing for him, and then after a while, he did nothing for me either. Then I think he was with you and Bobby Roode are showing his vignettes, and I actually got like kind of interested in him. And then this year, what they did with him, they inserted him in the Cruiserweight tournament. Then they had him feud with Undisputed Era, and then turning on Pete Dunne at Takeover Nola, that that was a big shock to me. And which in a match which I thought was excellent, and you finally getting that personality out of Roderick Strong. So Roderick Strong is my number two. And my number one is Shayna Baszler. We talked about her at length in the last couple of months. I know um, the internet wasn't fond of her making the May Young Classic Finals a few years, um, a year or so ago. But she's actually like delivered. Like she's everything she does, you can tell is believable. We talk, we kind of compare her as a female Samoa Joe. You buy everything she says, everything she does. You buy her look. Like she could tell that like, she's being herself. And she's been the NXT Women's Champion for almost the entire year. And everything about her has improved from an entering perspective, her movement, her moveset, her selling, everything has worked out really well on her favor. So my number one is Shayna Baszler. Uh, good selection. Eck, you want to go next? I'm on it. Um, <laughs> a lot of similarities with what Aaron said, not in order, but kind of reasonings. Um, I'm going to start off. This is going to be the main difference. Um, Roderick Strong. He's been in NXT for what now? Two years. Yeah. Like, did his character ever break out? Yeah, but when I think of breakout, I think of I don't know, not someone that's been there for a while. Like his character definitely did develop, but I don't think I think he did better this year. I don't think he was breaking out. Same thing, similar with Ricochet. I think NXT is doing what they should be doing with him, but. And I, I'm not trying to just rocket launch him, but I kind of almost it's one of those things like I kind of just want more. And then I could be guilty of this with maybe not watching enough of the weekly NXT product, but I'm going to go number three with Adam Cole. I really wanted to put Adam Cole uh, farther up on this list. Um, definitely a fan of him. Um, I love the street fight that we got to watch live. 
with him and Aleister Black. I popped the next night when he showed up at the Rumble. I love everything he's doing with Undisputed Era. All in weekend, he gave me a selfie. <laughs> I, I, I love the guy. I almost already want to adjust my list and put him up, but I'm going to go number two for Ronda Rousey. Uh, from January when she showed up, there were so many people that hated on her or, or thought she would do so much worse than what she's actually done. But Ronda Rousey's been a treat to watch. She's been great in the ring. Um, the comparison is going to go on forever about how naturally she grasps to the business, like Kurt Angle. A lot of similarities there, and someone that grew up on Kurt Angle. I love watching her. Uh, I'm happy to say my number one is Shayna Baszler. I've been a fan of her since the jump from the May Young Classic. And she's one of those that you can, similar to Ronda Rousey, she takes to it. She's a fan. She's not, not like someone that just got into this. Like she's a huge fan. She gets better every time in the ring. And she's a legitimate badass. So uh, my breakout star of the year is Shayna Baszler, number one. All right. So I guess I'll go next. Um, I'm going to go number five. My number five and four uh, in order. Number five, Roderick Strong. Number four, Adam Cole. Reasons being like those guys, you know, and this may be me being, some may call it (laughs) shtick. Some may think I'm just trying to enjoy a certain group of the wrestling fan base. But to you me are. personally, they, they just don't matter to me personally. And maybe that's just because I haven't given them an opportunity, but they're irrelevant to me. Number three is Ricochet because he has done stuff on NXT that I have actually cared about and wanted to see. Number two, I'm going to say Shayna Baszler. Uh, I'm going to echo, like, I know Alo and Egg both alluded to this, but, like, one, I think it's impressive how much better she has gotten over the course of her time with the company. And she's had matches uh, that have been consistently good. And I'm a big fan of, like, if you're going to be the MMA style, like, real-life, like, fighter type of performer, I like to be able to believe it and be entertained by what you're doing. And I think she falls into that. And number one is Ronda Rousey. Main reason being, and... Prep, I know you will remember this. You guys might remember too, but Prep and I were like not excited about Ronda coming to WWE. Prep walked out. And she has so far exceeded my expectations where like I don't necessarily – she's not like my favorite thing to watch on Raw, um, but I'm always – I'm always impressed, for the most part, with what she does. She has so far exceeded my expectations. She's much better than I thought she was going to be. She, I mean, she's even in a position where they're letting her, I kind of think, run on her own with her promos, which is surprising, and sometimes not to her benefit. But um, I just think Ronda has exceeded what we thought. And she's, it's not like she was put in, like, a low-tier position where maybe it wouldn't have mattered so much if she, it took her a while to get going. She was thrown right into a prominent position and was, like, good and entertaining. So I would go Ronda number one. Prep, who, are, who is your ranking, or how is your ranking of these five candidates for Breakout Star of the Year? So for Breakout Star of the Year, 
I'm just going to go real quick. My uh, Give you my rankings. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Number five, Roderick Strong. Solid year, but I don't think he was a breakout star. He's been good since he walked in the NXT. Number four, Ronda Rousey. Uh, she's been great, and just I don't think she should fit in as breakout star of the year when she was a star before she even got here. So, number three, I'm going to go Ricochet. He's had a solid year, but he still needs a lot of work. So, I would I would give him another year or two before he finally settles in. Number two, Adam Cole, because he's Adam Cole. I mean, I, I knew about him before. I don't, I don't think he's had, like, a, the best year, but... I think he's more of a breakout than everybody else on this list, especially when he came in. That was awesome. And then number one, I'll go Shayna Baszler just to uh, pop Eck. <laughs> Appreciate she, you. She's, she's doing really good. I, I haven't turned the corner fully on her, but I am willing to give her this breakout star of the year. She's had some really good performances. And You uh, did turn around since Rumble. She's a, yeah, she's a, just a cocky, piece of garbage heel that NXT really needs. All right. So finishing in last place, which is fifth place is Roger Stone with seven points and a tie for third is Adam Cole and Ricochet with 10 points finishing second with 14 is Ronda Rousey in the 2018 breakout star of the year is Shayna Baszler. Congrats now for the listeners Shana. at home, for the listeners at home, keeping track, that is identical to my list. <laughs> and what do you think is is more uh, of an accolade for Shayna, being the NXT Women's Champion or being the Matt Madness Breakout Star of the Year? The Matt Madness Breakout Star of the Year. Clearly. I thought so too. Um, on yeah, behalf of Shayna, my bestie will accept on her behalf. <laughs> so tag team. I, I just wish I had a Smucker's. Uh, what are the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches called? What are they called? That's an uncrustable. It. Just uncrustable. <laughs> I wish I had an uncrustable and a monster just to trash it. <laughs> uh, tag team of the year. We have the nominees of Undisputed Era, The New Day, The Bar, Mustache Mountain, and The Usos. Who's Pre- that, Pat? Who? <laughs> Mustache, Mustache Mountain. Mountain. It could be two of you guys, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the initials of the team are MM. You would think that's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Prep, you want to lead this one off? Yeah. So, number five, the bar. I don't find them entertaining anymore. Okay. Um, number four, I'm going to go Undisputed Era. As much as I enjoy them, they're not my favorite tag team. Number three, I'm going to go New Day. No reason whatsoever. <laughs> number two, I'm going to go the Usos. And number one, I'm going to go Mustache Mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- their matches have been amazing. And yes, their counterpart has been the Undisputed Era. But Tyler Bate is so good that he's number one. So they were undeniable. Yeah. For number one. Uh, Eck? All right. Actually, you know, save me for last on this because I hate tag wrestling right now. All right. I'll go (laughs) next then. Um, 
number five, undisputed error for the same reason. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong were fourth and fifth on my previous list. Number, number four, Mustache Mountain. If, if I knew for sure it was two of you guys, they might be number one on my list, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, number three, The Bar, much like Prep. I like them a lot more at the beginning of the year than I like them now. Number two, The New Day, because I still think that they are entertaining. I still think they are great at what they do. And number one, I'm going to go with The Usos, because I think we talked about this last week or the week before. This has kind of been like the best run of their career, and I, I believe they deserve to be rewarded for it. And I personally enjoy the two of them and like what they have done for most of the last year. Alo. Now, my five, four, and three picks are going to have the same the same reason why. Okay. So, <laughs> number five, I have the bar. Four, I have the Usos. Three, I have the New Day. Now, for the, with that being said, I've seen it for the last three years. I'm tired of it. Give me something new. I know they go. In, I know how they all they, they're hot and cold in the tag team division. But God, give me something new. So I'm seeing you seeing three teams go at it for three years. And number four with my number two pick, I'm going with Mustache Mountain. The matches they had with the Undisputed Era were excellent. Um, he ain't lying. Even even put even like they even put themselves on the map. Even though they're NXT UK, they put themselves on the map. On, on, on the regular NXT TV basis and got tons of fans behind them. And number th- my number one pick, I'm going with the Undisputed Era. In an era where tag team wrestling is dead, Undisputed Era, they've ran the tag team division. They've put on the excellent matches that we deserve as wrestling fans. And that's why they're my number one pick. So to wrap this up ending, um, I'm going to go number five, The New Day. Because of these main roster teams, they've been around the longest. Again, this is not a knock to the New Day. I love the New Day. The New Day is great. Was there anything excited they did in 2018? No. Oh, well, um, Woods, well, I'm sorry to cut you off. Woods played the Dragon Zord theme at Mania. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, again. So, n- number four, the bar. I'm not tired of the bar. I actually contemplated buying their uh, jacket the other day. But again, <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to go number three, the Usos. And I do feel like it's overall with the change of character that we received two years ago from the Usos, still fresh matches. Their recent gear we got about two weeks ago. That was great. I had to make them out of these three teams. They needed to be the highest up on the list. But to piggyback off what my best friend just said, I've seen it again. When we started this show, Aaron used to always say, is it 2000 all over again? <laughs> Is this 2017 all over again? Because, like, we had some cool stuff these three teams did last year. And right now I'm reading this list like there's nothing that I'm remembering. Like, like, the rap battle doesn't hold the merit that the one that the Usos had with the New Day. And, like, yeah, it was cool. The bar had some, like, cool things. It was cool seeing them dressed in the tracksuits. But, again, these three, like, I I love all three of these teams – like shake something up with them. I don't want them separating them. If the only team that deserves to be separated is the new day, keep the bar together, keep the Usos how they are. Just do something different. Make them face someone else. Um, I'm going to go. I'm done with that rant. Number two's Matt, uh, Matt madness. It's, uh, it's M double double M it's mustache mountain. Again, the, the only reason they're not number five, and this is no knock to them. This is no knock to the UK. 
They're number two solely off their match with number one, <clears throat> the Undisputed Era. That match, uh, we'll hopefully talk about it later, is one of the matches of the year. That match is money when it comes to tag team wrestling. It is something special. Undisputed Era has been a treat to watch when it comes to NXT. We talk about the glory years of NXT when they came about late in, you know, when it really started thriving in late 2014 and 2015. NXT... In my opinion, Undisputed Era has had that show on their back all year. Um, and then, not nominated, I'm going to give it to the Young Bucks, Tag Team of the Year. <laughs> oh, man. And not even their best year of wrestling. True. Still Tag Team of the Year. <laughs> yep. I oh. give it to them. No, I'm not arguing with you. Well, the, the winner of this one is, is going to really get under my skin. <laughs> Pat H. Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Oh, time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I feel like WWE downplays this, or at least NXT commentary, but technically, so technically, all four members of the of the Undisputed Era has worn the tag team gold this year. Another reason why they're tag team of the year. If not the Young Bucks, Undisputed Era, tag team of the year. All four members won the tag goal. I mean, I heard of New Day rule, Freebird rule, Lucha House Party rule, but Undisputed rule, four members, all tag champions in under 12 months. All right, so finishing in last place is the ball with seven. Finishing fourth is the New Day with 11 points. Finishing third is Undisputed Error with 13 points. Finishing second with 14 is the Usos. And Matt Madness 2018 Tag Team of the Year with 15 points is Mustache Mountain. Oh, wow. And they are not here to accept this, so <laughs> Mastery Jr. will accept them. <laughs> so which two of you is in Mustache Mountain? Is it Eric and Alo? Is it Eric and Prep? I'm definitely in It's it. all three yeah. of us. Pre- it's the best <laughs> friends. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you guys won. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, We're try stay strong style. <laughs> All right, moving on to rivalry of the year. What was that? Prep. Try state strong style. <laughs> Damn, Fred is dirty. <laughs> rivalry yeah. of the year. Candidates are Charlotte <laughs> versus Becky. Me Lynch. and Zach Ryder. I got to pause real quick because earlier you mentioned in between categories. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna take a little breather. I'm, I'm sure you did not watch Being the Elite this week, did you? Uh, I watched. Eve. No, I watched the the one you told me to watch. I didn't watch it after Christmas that. Eve special. You got to stay in the holiday spirit. So, anybody's comments from basically Cody acknowledging that all elite wrestling is a thing. Without maybe he just did a lot of insinuating. I don't know if everyone watched it. I may have been the only one that watched it. <laughs> but basically, they all go around segments, uh, have like a one-on-one with the camera. Cody, while smoking one of his cigars, says, a lot of people think we're foolish with what we're about to get into. And he's like, I know I've already said too much. So we're less than a week away from the New Year's episode where we're bound to get an announcement on what they're doing. Uh, they declined the WWE offer. They've acknowledged that they will not be at the Madison Square Garden Ring of Honor show Mania Weekend. All Elite Wrestling. Any new thoughts? 
Now, we had a question last week where they asked, um, do they think they'll run a show many weekend? And we all said, yeah, because NXT moved their day to Friday, so they're not, they're not going head-to-head with ROH in New Japan. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Bucks and Cody take a shot and do a show Friday night in a, in a small venue. I have no news to go against to go against Hall of Fame. Oh no, to go against NXT. NXT. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, I have no new thoughts other than if they are in fact going to do it, I'd assume that they will announce it as soon as possible. Like, why keep waiting? You might as well announce it and get people prepared that it's going to happen. But I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Prep. Any new thoughts on All Elite Wrestling? I know you don't like the name. Yeah, the name sucks. But <laughs> I, th- I think that they're going to end up announcing after Wrestle Kingdom. Just because they still, like, Cody's still a champion in New Japan. And they're still contracted wrestlers, so they can't really say anything. When is Wrestle Kingdom? That's, like, right at the beginning of the year, right? The 4th, yeah. Now, I could be wrong. Now, again, obviously, he didn't hold a New Japan championship when he was uncontracted. But he was Ring of Honor world champion for weeks, if not months, before signing a contract. So I wouldn't be surprised if they acknowledge something and they could they could kind of leave it similar to that pipe bomb s like where hey we we could start our own thing doesn't mean we can't bring these belts with us you're champion you're champion it gives it kind of that more realism and those companies are more on that real life effect than obviously the world wrestling entertainment so you think we may get like an Alundra Blaze scenario. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, I'm more comparing it to Punk, where Punk did say, like, hey, you know, I, I could leave here with a WWE championship and I could go, you know, defend it in Ring of Honor or New Japan. Right. I hope it is a thing. I hope it ends up being a weekly show. I hope it is successful. And I hope that they are a thorn in the side of WWE. I hope yeah, you watch to come. it, Ash. You hope what? I hope you watch it. Yeah. So I said this on the show two or three weeks ago. That if they do it, I will absolutely watch it. And I guess, I mean, I, I wasn't here last week. I guess where I'm at with it is, I guess it's almost like as a fan, it's just a shocker where I look back to All In Weekend and like riding back to Philadelphia where, man, this really could happen. Like, could they like do another one of these? Could they do another one? And like right now, you know, I'm talking Christmas Eve two days ago where we we see this episode and there's you know now you're a week away now we're four days away from the next episode of being the elite where you're going to get some more information on this and within a week we're going to know if this is a thing or not and it's for so long it seemed like it was so far away and it's one of those things like you know you talk about something for rumble season mania season could it happen could it happen could it happen and it, it does or doesn't. But right now, I mean, this this thing's bound to happen. Yeah, I have no doubt it's that they're cool. actually it's, it's doing exciting. Something. Yeah, I, I think it's exciting, too. I'm looking forward to it. And I really hope that this pisses Vince off to no end. Yeah. That's the I, main I, thing I want. I 100% don't see it being immediately, like, with a, a TV deal. If, if they do, good for them. I think they'll announce it. They'll continue due to being the elite, and we'll get, like, a few – internet specials slash live event things to travel to. Yeah, I think you're probably right. If you think that there's no way that they're working that MSG show, 
that's a load of sheesh. They're all going to be there. <laughs> yeah, and I, I hope they are. I hope they are. They need to be there. They sold the tickets. That's, that's why. That's, I why, like, that's why I was confused at first when Aaron was mentioning them working the day prior. I was like, well, they're they're obviously. I, I think they'll still be involved with the companies. I think they're trying mm-hmm. to show how serious they are right now. That's why, like, I think we're gonna we're gonna get an announcement January first, despite Wrestle Kingdom. I think Cody's gonna live up to his heel persona, and he's gonna he's gonna talk that ish about how he's got this prestigious United States Championship, and he's gonna take that belt with him. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope next year rivalry of the year candidate is WWE versus All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> that would. Be, I don't know if I care enough to watch that play out. No. No, I'm not really that interested in the rivalry for companies. I just want to see good wrestling. I'm petty enough that I want to see Vince get upset about somebody else doing something that people like more than what he does. Um, Allegedly, he threw some shots this week, but I don't know. I think it's stupid. Just wrestle. (laughs) I'm over that. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not yet. It's such an internet guy thing to say. (laughs) I'm on the internet right now. so. (laughs) So rivalry of the year. We have Charlotte versus Becky. We have Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. We have Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. The Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. And Samoa Joe versus anybody. So, Can I start? Because you guys are going to hate my list. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start this off with Samoa Joe versus anybody because yawn, they have buried him this year. <laughs> Doesn't it matter? What did he do that actually mattered this year? Did he cut a bunch of good promos? Yeah, then he should. Uh, okay, he is on Talking All This Madness. That's the only award he should be on. His feuds, they didn't matter. Um, next is going to be Alexa versus Ronda because. I don't really remember it. I almost wanted to put that ahead, but then Joe annoyed me enough where he got number five. Number three is going to be Velveteen Dream versus Prince Puma. The only reason is because it was a short feud. I think feud of the year should be longer. Uh, Number two, Becky versus Charlotte. It had everything you needed, and over exceeded what your expectations would be for a women's rivalry. Number one, easily Gargano and Champa do it yourself. You want a rivalry of your year, make it yourself. They killed it all year. And prior from January with Champa still hurt showing up rumble weekend and knocking them out in Philly to their matches. Uh, easy. If this doesn't win, this is silly. <laughs> all right. Alo, you want to go next? Yep, I'll go my first, my number five. Well, I made a typo. I didn't when I sent you guys this. I told you what I was going to do, but I didn't correct it in my notes. I meant to replace Dream and Ricochet with Gargano and Alistair Black. So we'll just stay with, with what we have here. So last is Dream versus Ricochet for me. Just Velveteen Dream's face when Ricochet did the, the, the flip over the top rope. <laughs> it sold me enough on that. <laughs> All right. Number four, I'm going with Alexa versus Ronda. 
I think they had the perfect person to fo- to be Ronda Rousey's foil because Alexa was that wheezy heel. Even going, even like the storytelling they did with Alexa stealing the title from her Ronda and Money in the Bank, and then Ronda being suspended in the lead up to SummerSlam. I thought all that was fantastic. Number three, I'm going with Samoa Joe versus anybody, and the reason. It is because no matter what, no matter no matter win or lose, Samoa Joe's feud, every whoever he's with, has been excellent. It's been the best part of the show, most on a week to week basis. Number number two, I'm going with Charlotte versus Becky. The feud that WWE got the wrong reaction from, and it was perfect storytelling and the perfect person because Becky Charlotte was handed so much. Becky wasn't handed stuff. They played that story off very well so that's my number two and number one of course Gargano versus Ciampa a little bit long-winded yes but it culminated perfectly this past on last week's episode of NXT and I thought these guys killed each other but like I said it was a little too long for me but these guys deserve to be rivalry of the year because there was a legit hatred throughout the year between those two prep my rivalry of the year, number five, I'm going to go Alexa Ronda. I just wasn't too er, – actually, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong list. I'm going to go <laughs> Velveteen Dream Ricochet because it just didn't last long enough for me. That one spot was cool, but besides that, it didn't do much for me. Number four, I'm going to go Alexa Ronda. Again, just not something that was long enough for me. And anything that Becky did with Ronda already overshadowed for both of them. Going on to my number three, which is Charlotte and Becky. As much as I love that feud, again, anything that Becky did with Ronda just overshadowed it. And it just made it slightly irrelevant. My number two, I'm going to go Gargano Ciampa. Loved it to death, but my number one, I'm a Samoa Joe guy, and <laughs> anything that man did mattered, and I feel like if I didn't give him number one, I'd be messed up. <laughs> From Just think of all the starts to his feuds, how good they were all this year. It, yep. Win, loser, draw, it was fantastic, and he's not going to win, but I had to put him number one. Joshua, I appreciate that. All yes. right. I don't know if my votes are going to make any difference at this point. Um, they will. It's pretty lot different. So go ahead, Bash. All right. Well, maybe they will then. Then everybody's going to love this. Number five, Gargano Ciampa, because I didn't care at all. Number four, I would have put this higher, but I know nobody else voted it high enough, so I'll say Dream and Ricochet. Uh, number three, Alexa and Ronda. Um, and I'm really torn because my hope is whoever I vote for number one here gets the win, and I don't know who I want to win. I'm going to say number two, Charlotte versus Becky, and number one, Joe versus anybody because if if WWE wasn't going to put him over for the whole year, we might as well do it. Do it yourself. I'm putting Samoa Joe over the way WWE wouldn't. Did you put Gargano and Ciampa as number five? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised that even had to be a question. The false finish uh, fest. That's, that's how you know you watched no NXT all year. Even if I did. I watched that. You, you really now matches. think NXT is the indie. Kind of, yeah. You, you hate, Some of it. You, it's so funny. You hate WWE so much 
And then just put them over. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nuts. Because I know me, I know me trashing the indies will piss people off more than trashing WWE will. All right, so what Pash did was give us a bit of a problem because he'd be on a tie. (laughs) So uh, finishing in last place is Velvet Team Dream versus Ricochet. In fourth place is Alexa versus Ronda with nine points. And third place is Samoa Joe versus anybody with 14. Uh. And a tie for first is Charlotte versus Becky and Gargano versus Ciampa. So how are we going to solve this? I'll tell you how we're going to solve this. I got, a little, I got a little too cocky. And I thought, <laughs> I thought I might be able to get Joe to over, overlap Gargano and Ciampa. I was going to vote. I had Charlotte and Becky number one on my list. But since I got too cocky, I think I deserve to take the L on this one. And you could give the indie darlings the rivalry of the year. Oh, the sweet. most false finishes of any <laughs> any rivalry say, in the last ten don't years. Give it to them, you sick Pash. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so congratulations, you guys. You, we just put you on the map. You're welcome. Um, Jeez. Show of the year. We have WrestleMania, we have SummerSlam, we have TakeOver New Orleans, TakeOver Brooklyn 4, and Evolution. Uh, Alo, you want to go first on this one? No, I don't. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. Number one, no matter what. Yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I got to ask a question. And this is like, this is where like I hate because I almost, I sound like Ron here mm-hmm. because I know <laughs> Ron's going to bury. Ron's gonna bury, <laughs> gonna bury both takeovers, and like I have a hard time memorizing them. And I'm like, "Where's Takeover Philly?" Because that show was bonkers, top to bottom. We're gonna get to all in, but Takeover Philly, I thought was great. We I, were there. I had to throw an evolution for Pash. <laughs> the wrong, the wrong black guy was next to us, though. It should have been Pash. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually was it? <laughs> I don't even know his real name. <laughs> oh God! Prep, so that that was excellent. Yes, it was. <laughs> so, Prep, do you want to go first for show of the year? Yes, I will. Number five, SummerSlam. I couldn't tell you a thing off of it right now. Number four, Takeover Brooklyn four. Number three, TakeOver NOLA. Number two, WrestleMania, because I was there with my my favorite people in the world. Even though at the end, I wanted to kill somebody. (laughs) And number one, this show was fantastic. First of its kind, so I got to say it, Evolution. Oh dang! What did I say? All in, first of us, guy. <laughs> all right. No, I'll... all in, all in is my show of the year. But listen, I talked to Pash about this earlier. Alo took the time to make this list. And I'm not going to argue with what's on it until match of the year. <laughs> so you have one argue, one gripe. Time to out, make. time out, time one out. nitpick. Time out, time out. Well, <laughs> should I? I'll get into this now. now I'm, <laughs> I'm open. I send you guys this. You can dispute me, and <laughs> and he gets pissed when no, you dispute no, him. No, 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 no,
What You're happens thinking is, take over Philadelphia. You're thinking all in. <laughs> well, what happens is... But I ain't like them. What happens is... You know who it, Leon Lett is? <laughs> Leon Lett. <laughs> I'm talking Leon Lett. I'm talking I'm Leon talking. Lett. I'm talking Velveteen Dream. <laughs> what happens is... I ain't talking all in. What happens is it's the same person that has an objection, and me and Prep got to gang up on him, and that's my best because he drinks too many of his, be- too many of his damn Modellos. When he- <laughs> <laughs> Modello, I don't know. Oh, my God. He- so, so now we ganging up on me. No. Now we ganging no, up on me. This is fact because you did this last year. You did this last year about Balor and AJ, he, and then oh, me and Prep you like you were he crazy. He this up. He said this is your list. Now I you know. got a name because no, it's your I, list. I, I'm giving I'm, I'm giving an example of how, how I'm an open book. If you have suggestions, I'm open to it. I'm not going to poo-poo it unless it's completely ridiculous. Pass, is this his list? I wasn't trying to argue. I was just saying. Well, this, but this I will is a, argue match of the year, 100%. This is a perfect example of how the document we have started. What is it? Google – not Google Sheets. What is the – we can't tell the listeners don't tell them what it is well now we know how we will keep a better record of this throughout the year so as we go along year by year we get a little bit better and the fourth annual will be a little bit better than the third annual Um, I'll take the show of the year next Uh, take over Brooklyn 4 5 take over New Orleans 4 SummerSlam 3 WrestleMania 2, and actually I do want to say something about WrestleMania. I didn't get to be there with you guys. Um, and as you, you three remember, I don't know if people listening to the show would remember this. I don't know if I had talked about it yet. I had a lot of stuff going on with my physical health and my mental health at that time, and I was not really feeling very good. Um, and I was, like, disappointed that I wasn't there with you guys. But... The combination of getting to live vicariously through you guys sending me pictures, sending me videos, FaceTiming me throughout the weekend, and then the show was actually good. Like, I actually really enjoyed it, and except for, like Prep said, towards the end, I would have knocked somebody out if I was there. But the show was actually entertaining. It exceeded my expectations, and I actually, like, felt good that night going out of it. So that's why it gets number two. But number one, was there was no way I wasn't going to vote for Evolution because I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought they took a risk, and I thought it paid off. And I thought every one of those women like deserved to be there and worked really hard that night. And so I believe they deserve the number one spot. It was a lot of fun. So who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Um, again, my list are always going to be different. I'm going to go number one, SummerSlam, or number five. Number five, SummerSlam. Because one, I can't remember why this is actually on the list. I guess it's just because Brock lost the title. Yes, for Pash. Um, all right, so Brock loses the title, so it makes the WWE put her in 17 pay-per-views. makes the list of top five. Uh, number four, everyone shoot me here, but I'm putting Evolution. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was better than I expected, um, but I didn't. I ended it, and I was pleasantly surprised, but I didn't say, well, damn, that's the wrestling show of the year. So uh, that's number four. Number three, Curveball, WrestleMania. Uh, I've always stated I'm biased to shows that we're there live for. I gave Battleground last year a a showstopper probably because I was there, Uh, and 
look back at 2017 Battleground for all the listeners. It was a terrible show. Uh, WrestleMania. I was there. It was my first WrestleMania. I was there with some of my best friends. I had a blast. It was special. Uh, I actually am almost regretting not having it higher on the list. But then I'm going to go take over New Orleans and then take over Brooklyn. Take over Brooklyn for number one. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Number one's all in. <laughs> That's consensus. All right. So number five for me is SummerSlam. You know, I had to put it on here for Ron. But <laughs> even though it was a seven-hour show, it was a hell of an enjoyable seven-hour show. I, I'm not even going to. It was only seven? Yes. <laughs> They're all seven now. Tables, ladders, and chairs with seven and a half. Yes, uh, number four, I'm going to go take over Brooklyn. Okay. All right. Then number three, I'm going with take over New Orleans. Excellent show. I wish we went there instead of Ring of Honor. It was <laughs> nah, Cody and Kenny was a good match. It was flip-flop this was. year from last year. I don't year. even know if we can say this on the air. I didn't even get to sit with y'all. I was about to say, Prep had good seats. Prep had good seats. Prep was doing his thing. Uh, Let's talk about Prep. He was behind the friend of the show, Nick Aldis. <laughs> what up, Nick? That's why we put I all in number one. Because you did that time. Okay, right. You're never good, Magnus. But, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And number two, I'm going to go with Evolution. Like I said, like like when we reviewed Evolution, we all championed the show. We all thought it was fantastic. And everything hit even a battle royal, battle royal a six-woman tag that we've seen every, almost every other week on Raw hit. Everything was constant. Even the main event with Nikki Bella and Ron, I thought, delivered. And I can't wait for the next one. I, I hope they do more of these things. So that's my number two. And number one, I'm going with WrestleMania. You know, I enjoyed the entire show. I was with a great company. One of my favorite times of my life. Um, Pash, as Prep said again, the wrong black guy was with us at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been bringing not... the wrong black guy to a bunch of events. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't see him at all until it was time <laughs> to sit down. Because he was drunk. Yeah. With... Well, New Orleans was being so hospitable to him. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah that hospitality. Hospitable. So the city of New Orleans was taking such good care of him at the time. Yes, so that's my number one WrestleMania, and I said, everything delivered. Of course, you'll get tired, but the main event turned me off. But I'm not gonna let that reflect my opinion just for a few assholes. How do you? What do you think about All In, Ayla? Con- consensus. It's unanimous. Come on, did all four of us go yet? Yeah, we did. Can I switch my number three and one? Whoa. <laughs> three. Look, I, I, don't, I don't have the calculator. I don't have the calculator. What was your three. My 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 three was WrestleMania. Okay, so that's that might not make a difference, but okay. I hope it does. <laughs> number number one I had was Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, so that does, was doesn't make fun. a difference. Doesn't make a difference. Russ, so finishing in last place is SummerSlam with six. Takeover Brooklyn has ten. Takeover Nola has twelve. Finishing second is Evolution with sixteen. And the show of the year was WrestleMania with nineteen points. Cool. Wow. Damn. That helped it. No, it was on, WrestleMania's gonna win no matter what. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna get upset about that because I had to make another change for anyone that remembers the uh, Roman Reigns episode. Roman Reigns lost to Brock Lesnar. The effort, the bloodbath, everything was another reason that put him. Over the hill for me, so had to make that switch. 
Okay, can we take a break from the main categories real quick? So what I had up next was the Talking All This Madness Award. But if you had, if you want to do something else, we could do that. I just this is real quick. Just yeah. try to say one favorite piece of merch this year. I think I got Elias. my Becky three sixteen shirt. That that was a fire shirt. That was a fire shirt. That wins the category of biggest regret of not buying this year. Um, that's a good one. Did you buy any cool merch this year besides that Jay Lethal shirt? That's the only piece of merch I bought. Pretty um, solid. I'm, I'm going to go three. It is I'm gonna very go three. solid. I'm going to go three, and it's just it's, it's a rattle off. It's in all different categories. Um, number one, my Mick Foley homage tattoo. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's number three. I'm sorry. That's number three. Mick Foley Thomas Sato. It's a hardcore title with Cactus Jack and Dude Love elements to it. Uh, number two, which first it was the first thing that came to my mind, was the NWA 10 pounds of gold wrestling pin. The pin is huge. It's, it came in, when it came in the mail, it was way bigger than I expected. Um, I've already had two championship pins. And it, <laughs> It was quadruple the size. Um, Whoa. <laughs> there on that place. Yeah, so that was great. The way I had to go about getting it, like you either had a attend a championship uh, championship wrestling of Hollywood show or uh, email directly the guy who runs the show. He was like, you know, it took longer to get, but it was like the chase for it. And I, I think all of us collectors – Something about the chase is really good. Um, but number one, number one is going to be my all-in snapback. Uh, reason being, Aaron was a solid guy. When we got to the show, he waited in line. Uh, we went through hassles to get merch. A lot of stuff was sold out. Um, the snapback was the first thing. I mean, that thing was sold out, I think, when Aaron was like number 21 in line in one of like six lines at two vending tables. We went to another table. I paid a guy to try to buy a hat for me. And when he got up to the front, the hats were gone. I ended up losing all the merch except for the pin I bought, but there was nothing for the hat. Eventually pro wrestling tees restocked it. So just the fact of that being like the most popular item at all in, I got to go with that. I guess honorable mention would be the all in pin just because it was the only thing I didn't lose. (laughs) it's the only thing that made the trip back (laughs) if we're talking about anything we bought this year um you talking about just like i guess let's keep this non-apparel yeah i was just trying to do non-figures okay yeah um i haven't really bought much i think yeah i I know i bought those two vintage pay-per-view shirts i got the SummerSlam from richie and i got the wrestlemania 14 t and uh I think you got the two two dudes with attitudes. It was a gift. Oh yeah, I think I got, I, I got the two dudes with attitude, which I love that by the way. That excellent. What up, Rich? <laughs> uh huh. I, I got to hit the bicep curls for that. Um, yeah, and I got the the um, the new elite hoodie. So um, that's about it. I, I didn't really get too much wrestling apparel this year. Honorable mention. I know we said no figures, but I gotta say the micro brawlers. I started that collection a couple months ago. Pass began it for me with some of his <laughs> old. 
uh, wrestling crates. So, um, yeah, those things are dope. I like them. Uh, so I'll say this may be a cheat, but I know at the very least, Alo will pop for it. I'm going to say the, the number one piece of merch for me for 2018 was the, uh, the New Japan Championship belt that I got a fire picture with at PC Games <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Do you know what it is now? Uh, I, I, yeah, you guys told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and then one of you guys will appreciate this. One of my favorite pickups of the year, just in general, was that last P's and Q shirt I got with the Abacus. <laughs> uh, storefront on the back. Love that they shirt. Say old Abacus on so, it, right? Or or on the front, like on the front. Sorry. Yeah. So Trav was just here. That uh, he he got that off me a couple days ago. That was his Christmas gift. Oh really? I actually I picked him up. I picked that up from the day we were there after House Oracle or before House Oracle. Great shirt. Great shirt. <laughs> wait, wait, prep. But what's your favorite merch? Did you say it? Yeah, the Becky shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. You did start off. That that was fire. Honorable mention to the Roman shirt too. Yeah, lapel. Excellent yeah. choice. I'm gonna stop at Peas and Q because the anniversary shirt I got is it's a little. Um, I needed a bigger size, so I might just give the other one to my nephew and get a bigger size because I really want to wear it. Getting all swole from these midnight gym sessions. Yes. <laughs> um, any other pieces of merch anyone wants to mention? And we would need another episode. If yeah. You, I mean, we'll, we'll right. On and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the Talking All This Madness Award. Uh, I'm going to go first because this is one that I actually do take very seriously because it's named <laughs> after us and the ability to communicate is something that I actually am very passionate about. So all kidding aside on this, on these selections, our, our nominees are Carmella, the Miz, Elias, Tommaso Ciampa, Samoa Joe, and Becky Lynch. So I'm going to start with number six is Carmella, which breaks my heart to put her this low because I think she was phenomenal this year. But I've talked about the Miz working his way up to like the Mount Rushmore of talking in wrestling. I didn't think he was as good as the other four this year, so I have the Miz five. I have Elias number four because of his mix of like comedy, his mix of being able to think on his feet a little bit when he's in the ring. Like one of my favorites was, and this may not even have been 2018 now that I think of it, but I think when like Sasha came out and maybe Bailey came out or maybe it was Alexa and Elias like, huh, pretty good to be me. I feel like he had had, like some great segments with some of the women coming out to the ring while he was out there. Uh, Number three, Tommaso Ciampa, which. I think this isn't even maybe just about talking, but I really do think he did an unbelievable job embodying like the dark heel character. I think he even has been excellent on his social media in that respect. And number two, if this would have been announced three months ago, this person would have been number one, but it is not three months ago. So number two is Samoa Joe. Everything he says, I believe I'm entertained by. I want to hear more. I'm never tired of it. But Becky Lynch, I mean, my God, the way she has catapulted herself to the top of the industry in the last few months, in the ring, you know, backstage interviews, like interactions with other performers on social media, and she completely changed her style where she went to, like, the silly pun-related 
stuff on social media where now she's just like, I don't know, she's got this whole different swagger. I think Becky Lynch is number one, and it was not particularly difficult for me to put her there. So, Alo, do you want to go next? Yeah, um, I'm echoing everything you just said. Um, I want the Miz to win this so bad, but so I'm I'm, I'm echoing your order. I got Carmella one. I mean, Carmella six, Miz two, Elias third, Champa four, Joe fifth, Becky sixth. Uh, I said I want the Miz to win because he's finished second place every year we've done this. Yeah, yeah. But he just wasn't as good as he has been in the last two two years prior. And Becky Lynch in the last few weeks, last few months, she's been on a whole nother level. And I can't, I have to give her what she deserves. And the Samoa Joe stuff, much I want to put Joe number one, Becky's been doing something way more important than Joe. Agreed. Uh, Eck? Talking about this madness. At a bold number five, that's going to be The Miz. Number four, Buried Alive, Samoa Joe. Number three, Elias Sampson. Number two, Tomasa Ciampa. Um, oh, hey, it's Jesus Six, that's why it's messing me up. Uh, Ciampa, Becky Lynch. This is a toss-up because there was two scenarios where I, I couldn't figure out the right place to put them. But uh, Becky Lynch, and I'm giving a number one to Carmella. Becky Lynch has been on fire. Yes, there's no doubt about it. But Carmella carried SmackDown for a long period of time, and that can't be something that's forgotten. So talking on this mask, I gotta give it to Carmella. Where'd you put wow. Miz and wow. Joe? Uh, Miz is number six. Okay. Joe is number five. All right, okay. we have an echo. I can't tell where it's coming from. I think it's me. My AirPods just died. <laughs> I know. It, listen, if something messing up, you got to blame Prep. <laughs> he's over there watching uh, strippers do videos, <laughs> and he's got the audio playing on it. Yo, my my list is the same. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> my list is the same as Pash's. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're the same as mine. Damn, CK. Nah, his votes don't count. <laughs> his votes don't count I don't believe that alright so that. so Just Ayla, that, means, that means prep is saying Carmella's six Pratt lied Pratt <laughs> lied that, that's, that's horse shit I got it I heard of horse shit but that's it <laughs> give me a second All right, so finishing in last place is The Miz with seven points. Finishing fifth is Carmelo with eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Finishing, yeah, I'm not, never mind. I'm right. Yeah, uh, finishing third is Elias with 12 points. I'm sorry, finishing fourth is Elias with 12 points. Finishing third with 16 points is Tommaso Ciampa. Finishing second with 17 points is Samoa Joe. And the winner of the Tokyo Olympics Madison Award for 2018 is Becky Lynch with 23 points. Um, what was that, Eck? I said, get him back. Now I feel less guilty about putting Mel in there. I mean, <laughs> I don't even think we got to it yet, but yeah, this is a spoiler. Well, I had to put Mel ahead in one spot. I'm glad got- that you gave her some love because I think she really deserved it. 
because she, she was is. great this year. Um, I just preferred the other the other five over her. Uh, so prep, I see that you're back. Uh, the talking all this madness award winner this year is Becky Lynch, uh, and I believe that an honorable mention should go to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. Because I believe on a weekly basis, we are making WWE more entertaining than they are making themselves. And I believe that. Agreed. Um, Next award. Women's Superstar of the Year. Our nominees are Charlotte, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Alexa Bliss. Alo, do you want to lead off? Yes, I'll I'll go first. Uh, Number five, I have Alexa Bliss. You know, she's our defending champion from last year. Uh, Not to say she had a bad year, but this was a good year, but everybody else got more shine than than she did this year and did more, I think, more important things. Uh, Number four, I have Charlotte Flair. Not not, not to disrespect Charlotte, but the whole Becky storyline, trying to make Charlotte face and now like you're saying trying to insert her here with Rhonda when it was supposed to be Becky for this time being and a lot of us find Charlotte uninteresting as a face so that's where Charlotte is and and also the whole storyline of Becky of Charlotte's handed so much and Becky's been handed so little that also has something to do with it as well All right, number three I have Ronda Rousey even though she's exceeded expectations not to sound like an internet fan, but it's a scripted <laughs> show. <laughs> and they push her to the moon for, for pretty fast. Uh, number two, I have... This was tough for me. This was really tough. Because um, I try to, like... Even... like I try to measure the timetable of when these two were on top and what I enjoyed more. But I might I might switch mine right here because I had I had to be slipped up. But I think I'm a, I think I talked myself into switching it right now. Number two, I have Becky Lynch. Interesting. And number one, my my number one is Carmella. Uh, for the past week or so, I've been rewatching old promos, and I must say, I love the laugh, and I miss it. The Seth, the whole whole Seth laugh. Yeah. Uh, her, her heel tactics. I, I did enjoy her feuding with Charlotte and Becky, even though she seems out the loop for a little bit. But when Charlotte started calling her a diva and she embraced it because she's not what the Internet wants. She's not one of these high work rate women that you see nowadays. She's just a, a WWE star and promo work on promo works, but excellent. It was a, it was a love hate thing with, with Carmella with the fans but i know on a weekly basis we loved everything she was doing so i took myself just now into making carmella number one <laughs> Lynch was my number one. carmella is my number one Accurate. oh and i must hey, say no, go ahead she, i'm sorry the money boots I have to, <laughs> carmella does everything i love in a woman the the boots the the, the hoop earrings love it sounds like something regan related <laughs> I'm going to shoot this quick. Number five, Alexa Bliss. Better year, 2017. Number four, Charlotte Flair. Better years in the past. Number three, Ronda Rousey. Great year. Everything you can expect 
from a debuting star coming from a huge world, if not better. I'm sure she's everything Aaron said. Let me just regurgitate. I'm sticking <laughs> true to my list because I already flipped up on show of the year. So I'm going to mess with this. Uh, Aaron made valid points. Carmela deserves number one. I'm going to keep her at number two where I have her on my list and number one for Becky of the Lynch. Uh, reason, reason being when I made the Lynch, uh, when I made the list, not the Lynch, when I made the list, <laughs> when I made the list, when I, I made put the Becky Lynch. number one. I put her number one, not because of the year. I put her number one because of the impact, because it wasn't just in the wrestling community. That stuff was hitting ESPN. That was hitting social media. And it is getting and got buzz. I got coworkers that hate pro wrestling that are making comments to me like, hey, who's this Irish girl that's got a bloody nose and da 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 and she's on social media talking smack. Thank you, Lynch. Woman of the year. 2018, it didn't matter. She had the last week, the last month, the last six months, the last quarter. She killed it. Agreed. Prep, you want to go? Yes, so my woman superstar of the year, number five. Sorry, I keep losing the list. I'm <laughs> busy watching boot cheeks. <laughs> number, number five, Alexa Bliss. Number four. Uh, <laughs> number, number four, booty number chase. four, Carmella. <laughs> okay. Number three, Ronda Rousey. Number two, Charlotte, and number one, Becky. Okay. So we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of discrepancy here, and then mine <clears throat> five, Charlotte. Four, I have Alexa Bliss. Like you guys had all pretty much said, they were better in 2017 than they were in 2018. Number three, I have Ronda, who has exceeded my expectations, but I just think there were two other people I enjoyed more. Number two, Carmella. And number one, I have Becky Lynch. And my reasoning for having those two flip-flopped. And I I did really have, like, a conversation with myself about these two. (laughs) Um, But Carmella, we've said it many times. Like, she made SmackDown watchable, like, for a period of time. Whereas I think Becky Lynch's impact was bigger than just the show she was on. I think that she blew up as an individual to a degree that we haven't seen a woman blow up in a while. I, th- like, I think what she's done this year has exceeded what Alexa did last year. So for that, I have to go Becky Lynch because she has made like an industry-wide impact, whereas Carmella was just the best thing on her individual show for a period of time. Um, call, call me Call me crazy. She may be making a bigger buzz than any women's wrestler ever made, not naked. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think that she has hit, like, new heights. All right. So finishing in fifth place is Alexa Bliss with five. In fourth, Charlotte Flair with nine. Finishing third is Ronda with 12. Finishing second with 15 is Carmella. And finishing first place in the champion in the women's superstar of the year is Becky Lynch for 19 points. And for the listeners keeping score at home, once again, that is identical to my list. <laughs> Becky, congratulations. I know this is what you put in all that hard work for at the end of this year. The back end of the year, this is what you worked so hard for to get the coveted Maddie Award. So congratulations, your first one. 
Um, maybe next year I should do some like audio where we could do it like the Oscars, like oh the third nomination, first that. win. <laughs> well, we have, have to Charlotte actually go Claire. back and listen to the old shows. Um, so so what are we? We're a superstar of the year. I still am undecided on between my top two. So prep, I'm going to go to you first on this one, if you don't mind. The nominees are Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Tommaso Ciampa, Seth Rollins, and the man, Becky Lynch. Prep, how do you have these ranked? So for Superstar of the Year, me personally, I'm offended (laughs) because Becky Lynch is on the list. Now I get it. It's funny. She's the man. She's the man. Oh, it's funny. But how could we have Becky Lynch on the list and Charlotte's not on the list when Charlotte had better matches all year? Oh, you think Charlotte should should have been on the Superstar of the Year this year? I think Charlotte. Say what you want to say. I think Charlotte should have been on the list. Say what you want to say. What do you mean? This is Aaron's list. (laughs) <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Y'all can object. I, I always say y'all got something I may be to say. The high guy on this mat. Look, look at this. Look at this year. Just listen. Charlotte Ruby. I might be the high one on that match. I, at I, Fastlane. I, I championed that. I championed that. Charlotte Oscar at Mania. The Money in the Bank match. Right. SummerSlam 2018. Hell in a Cell. Super Showdown, which I didn't care too much about. Uh, the SmackDown title match with Becky. Evolution. Charlotte and Ronda. And TLC. And then the SmackDown against Asuka. Who had as many good matches as her? What about the impact? Seth. What about the impact? Who? Seth, name me all the good Seth matches. I only got enough. There's not enough audio room. Him and Dolph Ziggler, one through ninety-three. Him and <laughs> who else? You facetious. All ninety Seth versus Ziggler matches. It was You're good. They just, right there was now. a lot of sweat. There was ninety. <laughs> it's the first Modelo all night, man. You guys are on my field. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, he, six Charlotte matches now. Now look, he he leaves the camera view. He's now looking at her leaked nudes. <laughs> yeah, for me, I just don't think Charlotte had the it. overall impact that Becky did. Like, I think if you just look at it from who mattered more, I I think it's Becky. You're a work rate guy, internet dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a work rate guy. <laughs> Hash the work rate guy, but prep names twenty guy. matches. <laughs> right? Yeah, I just. He says who has better matches? <laughs> but prep, I will say this: while I am not the biggest Charlotte fan, honestly, I'm the least, the person who least likes Charlotte out of this group. I will acknowledge. I don't know. X giving you a run for your money right now. <laughs> I will that hate in his heart. Look at him. <laughs> I will acknowledge that Charlotte is an unbelievable athlete, a great performer, and that she has consistently had good matches. I don't particularly care for her that much, um, but I do. I do see the point that you're making. 
I just feel like you're just basically saying, like, well, at least she's pretty. <laughs> Who, Charlotte? Jeez, this, this is what happens when he waits out in the cold for a little while. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's been my number four out of the four horsewomen for the entirety of them being a thing. Um you're my number four out of the elite tonight. <laughs> Listen, I, I think your fake tits are lit. Come on. Prep, that, that's fair. Because I feel like I've pretty much every position I've taken tonight, you could probably perceive as a shot of people who like wrestling the way you do. <laughs> and that's pretty much like the way it was intended, not towards you personally, but... It was to get the goat of people who think very similarly to you about wrestling. Um, But I think everybody would have been disappointed if I had gone against it. I think I only went against it once, which was that I do believe Gargano was great as a talker this year. Um, Oh, you mean the uh, talker? Yeah, I put him third on the Talking All This Madness Award, except instead of sixth. Ciampa, you said Gargano. Oh, Ciampa was what I meant. See... I, I tried to be nice, but I can't even Worse even than when me I with try. Names. Even when I try, I can't do it. Um, so the all right, I'll tell you what for super. We had six nominees for the Talking All This Madness Award. Let's add Charlotte to the Superstar of the Year to make discussion. to make to make to make prep the prep feel better. Yes, and I do believe he made a valid point. So we will throw Charlotte. And you know what? I think I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm overcompensating. Cody Rhodes on the six. I think I'm overcompensating because he accused me of basically saying, "Well, at least she's pretty," which I would never do. No, time out. And the best part about this is, Preps going to complain but put her at six. <laughs> Number six. Well, okay, Preps. So those are our six. First of all, I would pop huge for that. But of those six, Roman, AJ, Champa, Seth, Becky, and Charlotte. How would you rank them? Okay, number six, AJ, better year in prior years. Number five, Tommaso, there's way more star power on this list. Number four, Seth Rollins, two huh? good matches, doesn't do it for me. Number three, Charlotte. You need a Modelo. <laughs> number two, Roman. And number one, Becky. All right. You know, I thought you were offended. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just trying to prove a point that Charlotte was better this year than everybody thought. Uh, yeah, hey, like, but she still didn't make number one. <laughs> All right, Eck, you want to go next? Yeah, uh, number six, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> number five. The phenomenal last year, AJ Styles. Number four, the man, Becky Lynch. Number three, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Number two, Ron Pashery's Tommaso Ciampa, <laughs> no theme music. Number one, the best wrestler inside WWE, Seth Rollins. You out to lunch. Alo, <laughs> you want to go next? I'm going to echo everything my bestie just said. I had that same order. Fuck. Can you read it back to me again? 
Yeah, read it back. C- can, so. can you move? Can you move? No. Can you move? <laughs> this is like Royal Rumble all over again. Look at that. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte at one. Uh, AJ, I'm sorry, Charlotte number six. AJ at five. Uh, Becky at three. You mean four? I mean four. Yeah, Becky at four. Would you have Roman at Roman at three? Roman at three. Champa second, and I had uh, Seth at number one. Hmm. All right, so I got six Tommaso. Jeez, what's still wrong with you? Five Charlotte. Four AJ. Three Seth. And now one and two. I'm really torn. How are you torn? You didn't even put Seth in your top two. Yeah, I'm torn between the the, the two that I would that I want to make. I, if I could make them both superstar of the year, I would. Well, they are. Prep, who did you have one and two? Yeah, Becky at one. Roman and Becky. All right, I'm going to go Roman two, Becky one. My new like... ranking of the elite. Number four, <laughs> at two fly. <laughs> Number three, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, the artist formerly known as Baylo. And number one, Ryan <laughs> <Harry> Jr. <laughs> uh, excellent addition of the junior on the end of that. And you were number one on your elite list when the show started, so you... You've really declined in the last hour and 20 minutes. All right. All right. So we have another tie. I was going to say, I feel like we would have a tie here. So phoning a friend because you guys are subjected to be biased. Call Raul right now. Actually, a three-way tie. Get out. If I'm – you got a Roman where, Eric? Three. Same as yours. Yeah. Best. It's a three-way tie. So AJ Styles has eight points. Tommaso Ciampa has thirteen points. Charlotte has eight points, and there's a three-way tie between Roman, Seth, and Becky with eighteen. Wow. And how many first place votes? Seth had two first place votes. Yes, it's two and two both ways. So I think for sure so that means Seth Roman drops. Yeah. And where did you guys both have Becky? You guys had both had her four? Yes. How about this? Oh, no, that, that's what we did. <laughs> we actually did tally up all the votes. Um, yeah, how do we decide this? All right, all right, hold on, hold on. So we got Roman, Seth, and Becky. Yes. Hmm. I guess we... Do we, I think we should all re-vote. We just those three. We all vote on those three and then tally up three yeah, points, I think two we points, one up. points. All right. Um, all right, Alo, you could lead that off. <laughs> We're gonna do the same way. Which just I don't think three, it's, I don't think it'll make a difference. I don't think it will either. Well, let's try it. <laughs> actually, I, I'm, I'm actually convinced it will. Just to be different. All right, so. Seth's one for me, and Becky's two. Um, yeah, Becky's two and Roman's third. 
So you did. You, all right. And so I have. Sort of, yeah, right? I have Becky one, Roman two, Seth three. And I'm the same as Pat. And I got Seth as number one, Roman as number two, Becky as number three. All right. So, be- all right. What'd you, what'd you guys have Becky as? We both had Becky one, Roman two, as Seth three. Pick? As your number one pick? Yeah. All right, yeah. so just three, three. Would you have Becky? I had her as number three. This is the most controversial award we've had thus far in our you third. Swear. No, I didn't. You did. I had Seth. I had Seth first. Was it was Becky's number two? Superstar Becky of the year last year. Yeah, Becky used to oh, be. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! But yeah. I had to because Roman is Roman. It was Becky Roman and and Roman was your number three. Becky was number four. So you just switched your order. You see oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I am right. Because he wants it to be different. <laughs> All right. So he bought Delaware filtered water with him or something. Ugh. And what you got? You say you guys had Seth last? Yeah. Not last, just number two. Third. Yeah, he was my third on the original list. Church this weekend. And where'd you have your Seth? Seth number one, obviously. Okay. Common sense. I don't know if Charlotte had a better year. <laughs> Okay, I drink for my toilet too. No matter same problem. So it's still a <laughs> Yes. Is it? Holy crap! Call Steakane. He's it, he's delivering. He yeah, he's definitely not up. Um, call Raul. I called him. You know he's got a live show rest tomorrow. Want me to ask Jen? No, yeah. that's no, Jen, that's his butt. He gets. It doesn't Real get quick, one. I got questions. Don't laugh. That honky's up. <laughs> don't, don't call my friend Joe laugh with you that. Hey. <laughs> We're having a conversation on the podcast about who's better, who had a better year, Becky Lynch or Seth Rollins. Who do you pick? She picks Seth. Get out, did she? Yeah, uh, take it. We'll take it. So, she, Becky she Lynch or Seth Rollins? Anyway, she said her first instinct was Seth, so just say Seth. So, Seth Rollins, part Genesis, is the superstar of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fashion dismay. And I always said Bodie because I didn't know. I knew I was right, wrong. Pash disgusted. Yeah, that <laughs> that disgusted me more than uh. If Undisputed Era would have won Tag Team of the Year. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, bring me your Rumble belt. Too. We'll add that to the list. Becky With Lynch. This- Becky Lynch was the most impactful person in WWE this year. In the fourth quarter. It, she, it, even still, she, she, she mattered more this year than anyone else. She Listen, mattered more this year than anyone else in 2017, too. She's a trash three-hour show. Wait, she carried a two-hour show. I mean, look, it, it, it look is what it is. I'm not, I'm not lobbying to change the result. I just don't like the result. Uh, so, congratulations, Seth. Um, women's match of the year. Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Charlotte versus Becky at Evolution. Tony Storm versus is it Maiko or Mako? Mako. Uh, 
uh, the Mae Young Classic, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey, Money in the Bank, and Charlotte versus Asuka versus Becky at TLC. Um, Eck, you want to take this one first? I would love to. Um, I got number five, Nia versus Ronda. I got number four, the tables, ladders, and chairs three-way. I have number three, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch from Evolution. I have number two, and this was a toss-up. I was there live. This match was amazing and arguably the match of the night. I give it to Charlotte versus Asuka. But I watched not live like a day late, maybe a week late. I don't know. But Tony Storm versus Mako in the semifinals of the Mako Classic. I got done that match, and I will not hesitate to say out of the four of us elite members on the Matt Madness podcast, I'm behind on the women's revolution. But I watched this match, and I was like, this isn't one of the greatest wrestling matches or women's wrestling matches I've ever seen. This is one of the greatest wrestling matches I've ever seen. This match was special. If you have not seen this, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. Watch this match. This match was great. I can't say enough about it. Uh, Prep? Prep's going to hate this match. I have the same exact list as X2 Fly. (laughs) The only asterisk I put, my new elite ranking, number four, Ron Pashry Jr. Number three, Prep. Number two, the artist formerly known as Bela. And number one, Act 2 Fly. Listen, the only thing I say is that my number one is literally anything Mako Satamora did in the Mae Young Classic because it was so good. Her match with Killer Kelly, oh, great. So, Prep, before Alo goes, I feel like at the end of this show, you have to close it out with your official uh, Matt Madness Co-Host of the Year Award. I will do that. <laughs> Uh, Alo, how do you have these ranked? All right. Uh, I'm going to have Nia versus Ronda in fifth. I have in in the fourth spot, I have Charlotte versus Becky in the last woman standing. Number three, I have Tony versus Make Tony Storm versus Mako Sakamura in the May Young Classic semifinal. Wow. Oh, wow. I have the TLC match at second. And number one, I have Charlotte versus Oscar at WrestleMania. Just the energy being in the building. Fantastic. And Prep was a legend. At the, in, in that <laughs> so angry. <laughs> and that I, I can't say, there's nothing I can't say about that match. The story, the, the even the entrances, it had the big bike, the big match feel. Tony uh, Charlotte versus Oscar is my number one. So many bad words during that night in front of these <laughs> kids that I felt so bad about after. Great number one, but as I just drained the main vein, I was gonna call it a night of beers, but then I heard my best friend put the real number one and number three, so I'm back, Modelo. Well, if, if you uh, if you didn't like that, Eck, you're gonna hate this. Go, go uh, get some. Number five, I didn't see the Tony Storm match, so can't put it above there. Number four, number four, Nia versus Ronda. Number three, Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Drive me to drink. (laughs) Number two, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pratt. Number two, Charlotte versus Becky at Evolution. And number one, the TLC match between Charlotte, Asuka, and Becky. Reason being, at a time... Reason being, you do drugs that you don't tell us about. At a time when you guys all know how sour I am on even having to watch one minute of this every week. This was something that I actually looked forward to and that actually lived up to my expectations. And I enjoyed watching. So that's my number one. I got something for you. <laughs> so finishing in last place is Dia versus Ronda at Money in the Bank. Finishing fourth is Charlotte versus Becky, last woman standard revolution with 12 points. Finishing third is the TLC match with 13 points. And finishing second is Tony versus Mako Sakamura. Oh. <laughs> and the winner is Charlotte versus Oscar. And that's perhaps same reaction at WrestleMania, too. <laughs> You hate that show. I do. This, this show is, listen, this this was harder to vote on than anything else. Like, both these Match of the Year polls were way harder to vote on than anything else. Because yep. all the matches were so good. Yep. Big it's respect. It's not a slight to- that the match got second, but. Listen, what I will say, as not the largest women's wrestling advocate, is what I do give Aaron's list to, all the women's categories were hard to pick. Yep. Hey, Loletta girls. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, and actually, time out, time out, time out. Before we went to the next category, I will say honorable mention. I was thoroughly entertained by any and all Kyrie Sane versus uh, Shayna Baszler matches. All great matches, but that that's not a slight to the list. That's a kudos to women's wrestling this year. I agree with that. They were all good. Which is saying something for how often they did wrestle that they were all good. Yes. Um, so match of the year, this is the, the big ca- – well, the second biggest category now. The biggest category is Matt Madness co-host of the year, which I'm anxiously awaiting. Uh, <laughs> match of the year, we have Charlotte versus Asuka from WrestleMania. Adam Cole versus Ricochet, TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Triple and Stephanie versus Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. The Raw seven-man gauntlet match from February 19th between Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Elias, Finn Balor, The Miz, and Braun Strowman, and Andrade Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano at TakeOver Philadelphia. So, I'm taking this first, please. Okay. We're going number five, Cole versus Ricochet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going number four. And maybe I didn't watch some match in depth enough, but I'm going number four, the Mania Mix tag. That did watch enough. I, I was there live. Number three, Charlotte versus Asuka. Great match. It already just won Women's Match of the Year. It should be happy as it is where it is. Number two, and I ain't switching my list up right now, but again, <laughs> this, this, this match alone is why he did better than Charlotte last year. Seth Rollins, that gauntlet match. The match had 19 people in it. The only reason it's <laughs> on this damn list is because of Seth Rollins. But number one, <laughs> live in a living color. NXT TakeOver Philly. Andrade San Almas. Johnny Gargano. <laughs> match of the year. <laughs> I love that I couldn't even see prep there after a minute. I love that Prep was doing a live reenactment of everywhere he's ever been in life. <laughs> Prep, you want to go next? Every wrestling event, every house party. I, I fell asleep during All In. Uh, 
I said every <laughs> wrestling event. Okay, match of the year. How many is there? Five. <laughs> five. Number five, the gauntlet match. Number four, triple. Number three, Adam Cole versus Ricochet. Because it's not wait, even wait, the wait, best wait, Adam Cole so match. Was number four when you said triple? Was that the the mixed tag? Yeah. You just said triple. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're you know, for <laughs> listeners at home that, so they get it. Number two, Charlotte and Oscar. And number one, Almas Gargano. I was there. I think I was still awake at this point. You was asleep. You were awake. I you was so good. Well, listen, I got home and watched the whole pay-per-view again, and that's the only match I rewatched. Even though. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I went home and I rewatched the whole show. That was the only show I rewatched. That was. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Did you say the only match I rewatched? The only match, yeah. The only match. I watched the whole show. I re- uh, only rewatched that match. Got it. <laughs> my honorable mentions. My real match of the year, Gargano versus Black. That match was better, even though I was at the other one, but I fell asleep. And then <laughs> my non-WWE match of the year, all this versus Cody. I fell asleep during that, too. <laughs> <laughs> The One. hallmark of a great match. If Prep falls asleep, <laughs> asleep. <laughs> it, it's five stars. All right. So I guess I'll go. So my number five was the Gauntlet match. But I have to say, be, I have to say that was, that set Seth Rollins' year on fire right there because he was lost for so long. And that performance right there showed us why we love Seth Rollins so much. Yeah, that Intercontinental title match was great this past weekend. Yeah, and uh, number four, I'm going with H and Steph versus Angle and Ronda. Number three, I'm going with Charlotte versus Asuka. Number two, I got Adam Cole and Ricochet. And my number one is Almas and Gargano. The emotions... In that match, I was on my damn feet the entire time. Here comes Ron to put this in number five. Pash will appreciate this. I was definitely jerking off to the froze finishes. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you what? Elite Collector 215 front row marking out to this match. This match was lit. This match <laughs> number one, bullet to the top. This match was everything. It almost didn't even make the list, but I'm glad it did. Like the inclusion of Kansas LeRae finally getting – her hands on Zelina Vega, all the, all the false finishes, even the aftermath with Ciampa finally returning, hit him with the crutch. Fantastic. Are you guys ready? Yes. No. No, Pash. Number five. Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure? Because you know I'm giving my elite rankings after this. <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware of what I'm doing. <laughs> Number five. Adam Cole versus Ricochet, take over Brooklyn 4. Do your last. Number 4, Charlotte versus Asuka, WrestleMania. Number 3, Triple and Steph versus Ronda and Kurt. Damn, Pratt, relax with your cereal. <laughs> Aggressive ass poor. <laughs> number 2, the Raw Gauntlet match. And number 1, Take over list. Philadelphia, Andrade Cien Almas wow. versus Johnny Gargano. Yes, I watched it and I really enjoyed it. 
and I love Andrade Cien Almas. I love Zelina Vega. After I watched that match, I don't know if anyone would remember that I said those two are a main event pairing together. I can't wait to see them on the main roster. Unfortunately, they haven't been allowed to shine the way they should. But when I saw that match that night, I I loved the two of them. I loved the match. I loved the crowd reaction to it. The way all of you felt about it being there. Uh, So, yes, that is my number one match of the year. As I break character. I can't tell if you did this to save your ranking or perhaps or to save what I got for you later. Uh, No, my list was solidified earlier today. Interesting. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so finishing in last place is La- Laugh Love This Triple and Stephanie versus Ronda and Kurt. Still his match of the year. Uh, also, with, with the same score of nine is Adam Cole versus Ricochet. Finishing third is the Gauntlet match with 10 points. Shaw versus Oscar finishes second, and unanimously, Almost versus Gargano wins match of the year. Which makes me very happy. I like to be happy. <laughs> um, did we have any listener questions? I forgot to ask uh, you before. I, we I didn't post anything. Okay, good. Um, so, Prep, who are the nominees for the Matt Madness <laughs> Co-host of the Year Award? My nominees for the <laughs> Matt Madness Co-host of the Year Award is Mr. Sexy Punta Cana. CK and Joe Rodermill. Then now forever CK and Joe yes. Rodermill. All systems Joe. All systems Joe. The artist formerly known as Balo Alo Aaron Lloyd, <laughs> the European champion, Mr. Wednesday Night Live. <laughs> Act two fly, Eric Trembicki. Ron, don't call him Pashery Jr. <laughs> and myself, Josh. The votes are in. And we have a tie. (laughs) One goes to Heck to Fly Eric Trembicki, Ron Pashery Jr., (laughs) the artist formerly known as Balo, Alo, Aaron Lloyd, and Mr. Sexy Punakana, then now forever, CK and Joe Rodemill. Wait, Prep the guy Junior. It's the first ever four-way tie. Josh Prepagina didn't get a vote. He didn't get a vote because I was giving out the award. <laughs> I feel like we need to get Jen to break the tie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in for this one again. <laughs> she sleep. Oh. Damn, I call right. her. Well, I guess we need to get Jen to break the tie so we can announce next week who the Matt Madness co-host of the year was for 2018. Um, Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, she loves Pash. <laughs> but she loves Alo and Act Two. Yeah. And I would feel so bad if she didn't say anything about Joey. <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah, she never met Joey, did she? Nope. That's fair. All right. Um I don't have a stump Alo or anything this week. We got um, some stump Alo. What do we have? Yeah, figure of the year. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about now, officially, the most important Maddie of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys and, do your thing. Oh, no, we talk, you, you guys, not me, talked about Miz, runner-up multiple times. But we'll go off last year. Remember, the list of Jericho Elite mm-hmm. exclusive 
figure of the year. So let's see what comes into the 2018 figure of the year. We're going uh, five straight. If yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah just do, I guess just do it the same way we did all the other awards. Just do your five. Okay. Oh, God. I'm still undecided in the order, but, um, well, I'll start it off this way. So, uh, I have the new superstar, the new 2018 superstar of the year, Seth Rollins and his gauntlet match attire. <laughs> gauntlet match. The uh, top talents, Seth Rollins. <laughs> With the best face scan ever created for him, I need I need way more of these for head swaps. Uh, somehow, some way, this guy he just had to weasel his way onto the show. He always, he always we always come highly recommended by him anyway, so I, I'll highly recommend his figure. Spoiler: Aaron, I might have yeah. very similar. Brian Gerard James is my number four. Check that out, Pash. So good. Let me see. Oh, man. Yeah, that is good. Check that out. Number one even fan had, of Matt Madden. Had the ta- even had the tattoo on the back of his head. I'm not sure if you could see it. Yeah, I do. So I'm guessing this was before he got the Matt Madness tattoo? Yes. Okay. Before he met the world's greatest co-host. The greatest <laughs> host. All right. And number three is the Undisputed Era Defining under, Undisputed Era Pack is my number three. I think that's just Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and Roderick Strong. And I'm uh, not Roderick Strong. And um, um, Bobby Fish in a box. I really think they stole them and captured them in a box. Number two is the Hardys, defi- the Hardys Defiant Moments Pack, whatever it's called. Is it, what is it? What is it called? Extreme Moments? It, it, it is. Epic yeah. Moments. Epic Moments. Thank you. The Hardys Epic Moments Pack. I was there with Pash. So that moment meant something <laughs> to me. That Matt Hardy laughing scan is fantastic. And we've we've been hoarded with Hardy since, but those are still the best two. And my number one is, of course, I had to pay homage to Triple H himself, the uh, WWE Fan Central Triple H from the Royal Rumble 2003 with that with that clinic he had with Scott Steiner. <laughs> the face game, the face game with the wet hair and the clean <laughs> beard. Well, definitely my favorite figure of the year. So those are my top five from this year. Fire list. I, I can't hate on any of them. Um, geez, there's too many similarities. There's too many good figures. There's going to be too many that we're going to beat ourselves up about in the coming weeks for forgetting to mention. Um, I'm going to start off opposite with a uh, – this is an honorable mention. Honorable mention. Couldn't come up with the word. It is the um, person in line, Undisputed Era. All three members, figures are first in line. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish. My best friend already mentioned them. But again, these are you know three guys similar to New Day. They all held the NXT tag title this year. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly won the Dusty Classic. Um, the cloth shirts, everything about this set is good. It. It really, I wish it made the list, but sadly it didn't. Um, and again, I, I really just want to name single figures for it. So I, I hate doing it, but I'm going to do it this way. Um, number five and number four is going to be the Ooh. similar to Aaron. Again, 
the <laughs> WrestleMania 33, Jeff and Matt Hardy making their return, winning the Raw Tag Titles. This comes with four freaking ladders. Four freaking ladders, the Raw Tag Titles. Um, in my opinion, uh, Matt Hardy doesn't really have a bad elite figure. I think this is his best one. Green's my favorite color, so I did like his green pants one, but I love the laughing face. Um, Jeff Hardy, I think it's uh, elite 47, 57. One of them, it was a really good figure, but again, I'm going this, this is, this is four and five. Uh, the Hardy's right here. Number three, I got to give it again. Similar to Aaron. We're going to be redundant right here. Uh, road dog target exclusive hall of champions. Reason I picked this one. I didn't think Billy Gunn's head scan was that great. Uh, Billy Gunn has had three Mattel figures, all all three different head scans. I thought his first elite was the best. Um, they had that recent run where they won the copper tag belts from the Rhodes brothers. Those basics, I thought that was a good head scan. This one, I don't think is all that. Road Dog, this is spot on. His first elite had a rubber shirt. And if you took that off, he was shirtless. He was never shirtless when he wrestled. This is spot on. I mean, this is this is perfect. The black shirt with the black pants. I, I love everything about this figure. The accessory, the freaking hair. Uh, number three <laughs> is Road Dog from Target's Hall of Champions. Number two, this would have probably been my number one, but I got to give it to the, I forget, what are they calling this this set? Uh, the top talent. Top talent. Seth Rollins. Uh, this is the gauntlet match attire. This is, you could even push this towards the end of the year. This is the heel turn. This is him winning the raw tag title. They, they gave him a raw tag title. They gave him the IC title. Uh, if anyone can reflect on Matt madness year end awards last year, a big thing I am with figures is when they include belts. Seth Rollins two championship belts that won. He held the raw, raw tag title in the beginning of 2018. He held it at the end. He held the Intercontinental Championship for the majority of the year and added some prestige to the title. The face is, I don't want to say a Seth Rollins best face scan of all time. This is maybe Mattel's best face scan of all time for mm. WWE. That's how good this is. Um, I would have to check all my beliefs in life if I did not put this number one. <laughs> I already have – I have one mock. I have this one loose. I need at least three more mock. I've been wait. I think I started buying these <laughs> figures four years ago. I've been waiting for this ever since. <laughs> the recent Dude Love Elite flashback. Uh, Al Have Mercy on his retro print shirt. This – is great. Um, my weird thing I always suggested or hoped for, I, I always thought this was going to end up being a ringside exclusive and it would come with a tag belt. My um, bestie already did a nice picture for the gram of him and Austin with the tag titles figure of the year. Um, I would be a sinner if I did not put this figure of the year. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you uh, avoided the sin of not putting that number one. Uh, Prep, do you have a top five? figures of the year i do but first i do have an honorable mention uh-huh or a, see, i have two honorable mentions gentleman jack gallagher i might be the only person in the world who actually likes this figure <laughs> but i love it love that figure. as well as this since only one can be in my top five 
I really like this Carl Anderson figure. <laughs> Carl Anderson's good. I like Carl Anderson more, but Luke Gallus figure's better. Yeah. So, with my top five. Number five, I got this for my birthday from ah! the Elite. <laughs> Shout out to my boys, Luke Gallows Elite. Glad I made the Number list. four, I got to give it to the uh, Undisputed Era pack. I love this pack. Uh, Bobby Fish itself might be one of the best figures of all time, but this is my number four. Shout out to number Bill for the low for us. Yeah, for real. Number uh, three. Nobody will have this figure on their list as well, but this Honky Tonk Man in the <laughs> Retro Fest is insane. Like, the whole suit is cloth. The face is perfect. So good. I'm hoping you do number one. I think you're doing. This is my number two. I do <laughs> not have the top talent, but this, Ek gave this to me for Christmas. Shout out to you, Ek. The uh, Elite 64 Seth Rollins with the True Effects face. So good. And so, then my number one. Kenny <laughs> Omega Pop. Ooh. I freaking love this thing. If I could have had all of the elite in there, I would. But I had to settle for this one since I am the Kenny Omega mark of the group. So <laughs> Kenny Omega Pop, my number one figure of the year. Still confused how him and Penna didn't win match of the year. Damn, that was way too quiet. <laughs> we, we, we also conceded All In wins every category on this show. So All In was fantastic. So how so, is figure of the year determined? Time out. I, I got I to gotta piggyback on prep and give him kudos. That Seth Rollins, if I was praying he would add that in his list, I knew Aaron was going to put top talent, Seth. I was going to use that one. I just because universally and you know gauntlet match that's why i went with this top talent set over the uh royal rumble attire but that that's a solid figure too yeah i i think since we all had the seth that seth walks away with the figure of the year because we all we all had yeah, seth these pants it. are ridiculous <laughs> so good i forgot all about the bam bam tights yeah they were good so is that it? Seth Rollins' figure of the year? Yeah, I guess you could say the, uh, what is that, Elite 64 slash Top Talent yep. figure of the year. Yep. Now, I got to say, honorable, well, t- yeah. honorable mention, this damn Bobby Heenan. Oh, man. With the, with the, <laughs> jacket? the jacket? Oh, so good. Fan Central Bobby Heenan. You got honorable mention. Fantastic figure. That figure is expensive. You got another, you got another honorable mention? Uh... My I'm, build, I'm gonna be sick. Yes, thank you. If you builder, don't mention it, I'm my, throwing you out the window. The Builder Figure Legend Series Howard Finkel. <laughs> <laughs> How is that not your number Friend one? Friend of the show, Howard I, Finkel. I had to. I'm surprised X didn't have Ric Flair in the suit. I had it out. I, I had it out, and I thought I thought Aaron was gonna pull it, but I I didn't want us to be too similar. And what happened ended up being too similar. I'm gonna throw four honorable mentions, and I honestly can say there's probably more. Um, again, two guys to never hold a championship in NXT or WWE. Kudos to what they've done with this gimmick. This is they didn't do it. They did more with it in probably 2017 than 2018. But the Breezango and Fandango, uh, the the Breezango elites, 
Tyler Breeze, Fondango. These are great. Uh, both are fire. The WrestleMania heritage from WrestleMania 18, Scott Hall with these new interchangeable hands where he can do that perfect Scott, you know, Razor Ramon entrance. It's kind of just walking through, you know, like a danger zone. This is great. A uh, lot of homage to that bad NWO era, but he's got the toothpick in his mouth. But another honorable mention I, I got to give, last one, save this to the big homie, came with the big gold. A lot of memories can be brought back to it. All listeners, this is probably the greatest entrance greats of the four or five so far. Got to give it to Goldberg. I want to use that for a patch, like custom. Elite <laughs> <laughs> uh, Collector 2 and 5 is already working on one. Yeah, he Same wishes time. he looked like me. <laughs> Uh, 2015 Rumble. This is you when Bubba Ray got eliminated. <laughs> yeah, he wishes he looked like me. I actually have five that aren't from this year, but they're my favorite five figures this year. Uh, the Shawn Michaels Elite Flashback, the the Bad Blood one, WWE Elite 33 Junkyard Dog, uh, the Defining Moments uh, Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Maniacs, the Ultimate Maniacs Macho Man, the Basic 67 Xavier Woods, and the Basic 58 Bailey, the first five figures I sold on eBay. <laughs> so that's my five for the year. <laughs> Shout out to eBay for holding down your wallet. Yeah. So th- those are <laughs> those are my five. <laughs> um, anything Shout else? Shout out to Goldberg holding uh, Razor Remote or Scott Hall up in that jackhammer the whole time this show was on the air. Yeah, I'll give it that. That was that's impressive that it stayed. I, uh, the shout out goes to you for setting it up where it could have stayed that long. Sure. Um, anything else anybody wants to add before I close it yes. out? Yes. By the way, I do have a listener question. Okay. It's specifically for you. All right. From Laugh, the Godfather of the podcast. Okay. Does Ron have a plug for his computer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long to get this question. Uh, I do have a plug. I think, like, I never remember to, like, bring it with me when I go to Joey's to record. So once I'm over there, I'm like, well, there's there goes that. <laughs> so it actually is plugged in tonight, which is why we have been able to go for just about two hours. If I did not have a plug, we might have gotten through four awards tonight. And figure of the year would not have been named. So, laugh. While it seems very much like I don't have a plug for my computer, I do, in fact, have an adapter that is plugged in right now. But thank you for the question. I can't believe it took this long for it to come up because it was like six shows in a row that I had to end the show because I was at 2%. Um, So I guess that's it. Uh, Embiid, come and trust the process. LeBron, come sit on the Matt Madness throne. Uh, Alo, do you want to move any merchandise? Yes, uh, what a maneuver on net to embrace the badness. All right, so for Ek to Fly, Eric Trembicki, for Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Igina, for Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, and Prep calls him the artist formerly known as Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week.
Got him down, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the Vince man, it ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.